Welcome to Never Two Series with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. We are talking about some secret society stuff today. Yeah, oh, Listen, don't let the cat it. out of the bag. <laughs> Obviously, we're not involved in any of those because we're uh, sitting here ratting them out. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. I can't keep a secret anyway. Yeah. No, I've tried. I tried to be a Freemason, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> I, it's, I found out it's not free, and I don't know anything about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I, I read that uh, they won't allow you into their you know secret society. Uh, if you're an atheist, well, yeah, well, so I, I, I can't be in there. Well, some, well, I don't know what to tell you. There's, how about this? There's other secret societies for you. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. I think we could probably make Maybe one. Maybe Illuminati up. might be yours. Yeah, we could wake, make one up. You know, the Illuminati—that is an interesting one. I, I would like to learn a little bit more about that because that one seems like really mysterious. Yeah, it's it seems very mysterious, but out in front of you at the same time, if you care to look, mm-hmm. you know, they're not so quiet about it, making songs about it, mm-hmm. dare you to think about it, dare you to, hey, this isn't real, but wink, wink, <laughs> cover one, is that what they do? Cover one eye. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but, you know, I'm shocked that all these secret societies don't start a fight, you know, that's that, that. The one eye is my deal. No, mm-hmm. it's my deal. Like everybody has the one eye, the all-seeing the eye. The all-seeing eye. The you know, and um, that what would the, uh, some even think it came from? What was it? The eye of Horus back in the day where he mm. lost his eye, mm. and so which I think the gods have restored eventually. But <laughs> but because he only had one eye, he only had you know the all-seeing eye that he had left but mm-hmm. like, you know so who knows really what it comes from but... the thing is there's just so much symbolism in all these different cultures and all the, all these different you know supposed secret societies or groups or clubs or religions or cults or i mean every single one has some weird meaning tied to these different things right. and i mean you could be like the dollar bill you look at the dollar bill and there's the the eye on, right. on the top of that pyramid and so many different religions and and groups and and societies or whatever can make claim yeah. to what that thing means. Example of of like the one of the claims is that it's a, like uh, like a Christianity uh, or you know a, mm-hmm. a sign of symbol that's a God's seen eye and the triangle represents the the the, the Trinity, the Holy Trinity mm-hmm. of each side. Gotcha. You know? And but that's just one aspect. Then other then and then other ones say that that is the sign of like that's Lucifer's eye, and it's all demonic. And oh, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> okay, what is it? <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, you know, looking into it, and and I'm not trying to jump ahead too much here, but you know, you look into it a bunch, and you kind of know what kind of how our what well, we think we know that our our. Uh, country was based on and uh, grew on Mm -hmm. and it had a lot to do with god and and you know they did represent a lot of you know the states through numbers and they you know repeated it a lot you know the number 13 was huge on our flag on our our dollar Mm -hmm. on the arrows that the eagle holds you know um Mm -hmm. and you know well, it's a very, and it goes a little deeper sometimes, and then it makes you wonder. Yeah, because I, I never really, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I don't really know, like all the details of of all these, because again, they do come from a lot of different places. But the stuff that I was reading about the dollar bill, it's very, you know, rooted in the original, you know, America, the thirteen colonies. There's a lot of symbolism about, you know, being free. Uh, 
the pyramid is supposed to represent, you know, longevity, mm-hmm. um, strength, strong structure. Mm-hmm. And, but, but it makes sense. I mean, I mean, uh, you go back even further than America, if you will, um, which this didn't originate, or, you know, the Freemasons didn't originate in America. Mm-hmm. I think they came back in what, in the, the 1600s? I think New Jersey. I think there's reference even earlier about like, you know, like the the uh, symbolism for Freemasons, and I think I want to say it was like 13th century is some of the urge, early well, documentation of stuff. But I don't know about know, it, it being came in the mid century is what they they claim, and there's there's re- records of gatherings in the 1500s. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, okay, I want to. <laughs> this is recorded. You could go back and look it up. The Flintstones? Uh-huh. I think they're onto something. Remember when they get those <laughs> gatherings in the Grand Poobah? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I was referencing the Freemasons. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, all the stone houses. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're right, Dave. <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't see how you could say anything and you'd be wrong. <laughs> almost. almost. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone can argue. It, you know, I, I imagine, you know, folks watching this on YouTube put some comments in because you can pretty much claim anything and and cite some sort of you know story or today there's a lot of different you know written sources but even that where's the original right so you can get away with saying well, that a lot of the stuff represents a lot of different things well it seems like to me uh, that you know kind of I'll start off from the grand poobah you know the <laughs> gatherings mm-hmm. so you know it's it seemed like it started with um, a Back in the day, they did a lot of building with rock and stuff, and and these are masons, actual that would had certain certain skills, and so then they would teach these skills, and then they had levels of you know of of you know to get to be a master, yeah, like start off as like apprentice, apprentice, and, then mm-hmm. journeyman, and mm-hmm. and um, but then they would get to these meetings, and, and maybe it's to share their secret ways of doing their their skill and not to let other people know, but it seems so much like a union hall these days. Mm-hmm. You come into a union hall, and you have to have these little special things that you can't do this. You must look up, you know, must not turn your back on them. You can't, like, let your, <laughs> if your phone tweets out, you get fined. I mean, it's all these little yeah. societies. Some of them aren't so secret. But they always have those secret meetings. Well, well, yeah. And it's funny, you know, the, some of them I was looking up and it's like, well, can women be? A, and they're like, well, yes, of course there's women Freemasons. But they don't go in there with the men. I'm like, <laughs> then who's to say that they're even enlightening the women mm-hmm. and what's a, what they're going on or the other way around? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, Well, but, I don't think it started off allowing women. I no, think that was much later. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they had so they had a movement, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot like we're having now. Uh-huh. So yeah. it it uh, it seems at one point that that you know after you get to a certain level, you could join these lodges and you have to pay to get into them. But then there was a point that they would allow regular folk mm-hmm. to join non Mason, right? Yeah. So it's kind of odd, you know. But mm-hmm. maybe it's a way of funding. Maybe it's a way of growing. Because not everybody... Well, and there's so much, like, ritualistic stuff in those type of... Right. That's true. Um, they had spe- they truly had those special handshakes. Let's mm-hmm. go back to... The, I was joking with the, <laughs> the Fred Flintstones because they uh-huh. always... Oh, yeah. <laughs> ...did their stuff and always had their ritualistic things mm-hmm. or their fancy hats. And these people have all their... Yeah, what is the, the, the apron wear? thing that they have? Uh, I don't even know what they call it. 
I don't know. I, I, Do I they call maybe, it an apron? I don't know. I thought maybe it started off as a tool belt. I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, I, I, <laughs> I, think, it, I think it's part of, you know, these folks would put stuff over their clothing to protect their clothing. Right. From, like, like if you know. a, um, I, I used to see like, a, excuse me, what are those called? Those blacksmiths used to mm-hmm. wear those leather aprons just to, but, mm-hmm. you know, so, so like, like there's pictures of George Washington wearing his mm-hmm. apron. And it's fact that so many of our founding fathers, like Ben Franklin and, well, George Washington, those guys were Freemasons. Um, Paul Revere was a Freemason. Um, you know, it, 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 it's hard to believe that if, the, a lot of, if so many founding fathers were Freemasons, why they wouldn't incorporate some stuff? Well, sure. I mean, there's a lot of um, architectural stuff that we still see today. Um, I've been in some of these these Freemason uh, lodges, or is that what they call them? I think they call them lodges yeah. still. Yeah. Um, in fact, I was I was there um, with my friend Jeff, and I can't remember why we were there. I mean, it was like a birthday party. We we're renting out a space, and you walk in, and it it's, it feels very old school, um, you know, club like for the old guys where they go and you know hang out and drink and yeah. and, and socialize. But there's there's so much symbolism everywhere. Even the outside of the building had a lot of like free Freemasonry um, symbolism. You know the the compass and uh, the square, the square, and, and yeah, and I think there's some other other things too. But it, to me, you can see those things in other places. I think Washington D.C. doesn't don't they have a a like a big influence? It's supposed to be. Now, I look at them up, and I've looked it up, and and they show, like, the locations are exact locations of all these buildings, and if you, you know, draw lines to them, it creates mm-hmm. a star oh, gotcha. or a pentagram or whatever you want. <laughs> and, you know, but there's, but, you know, if you think about it, it, it sounds possible. I mean, these guys were Masons, mm-hmm. and they were what we call in video games or movies we call easter eggs mm-hmm. i feel like they hit a bunch of easter eggs of of their 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 secret society mm-hmm. all, or who they were throughout everywhere with all these little symbols and and um i think i i wrote down uh some some of their symbols um well, here's this. Since you're looking that up, mm-hmm. you know, you said there's a there's a compass, there's a square, and there's mm-hmm. a G. Oh, and a G. That's right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that 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 means uh, supposedly ge- geometry. Really? Yeah. So they're pretty serious about their business. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I also heard it could represent God. Yeah, because they're because they're a religious, um, like part of part of their. Um, you know, I don't know if it's rules, uh, some of the the things that you have to, you know, agree to uh, when you when you become part of this society is, well, you have to, you know, believe in God and you're not supposed to like talk about religion, but you have to religion or politics. Yeah, but you're but you're supposed to have a belief in this higher power. Right. But you're not supposed to talk about it. Right. Because it does make it, well, make sense, it does, it does make sense because it gets in the way of your mathematics and making buildings. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't. But but think about this though: if those were their rules, mm-hmm. 
was that like the secret was is we're here to talk about religion and politics because if if they went and built our country i'm sure they were talking about politics you know Mm -hmm. but um well normally you know religion and politics are the are the things in conversation you're not supposed to talk about because you know they have conflict yeah division yeah no I, i totally get that but you know, for people that don't talk about it, they sure influenced it a lot, it appears to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah, our first president and some others. Winston Churchill, oh. I think he was a Freemason. It'd be easier to go, who the hell wasn't a Freemason? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like there were so many people involved. Well, it's... I think there's like six million or something um, members. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you'd never know it because you don't really see them unless you're part of that group. Well, maybe we should reach yeah. out and see if we could join. I you know, it, my guess is that we probably could. Right, you get a fancy little ring and everything. But I think it requires way too much effort. I watched a special one time on Freemasons, and they had a camera crew that was following this guy who was becoming, I don't know, some high rank, and uh, and it just there's so much that you have to do in order to make these different levels. And then Sounds you have like to Scientology. You have to <laughs> pay your way up, buddy. I, well, that's a good point, though. Because there's so many of these groups that these are the things that you have to do in order to get to these different levels. And there's, you know, the the uh, the secrets told behind closed doors. And, you know, there's a lot of right. that stuff. But like with the Freemasons, it's it it's rooted in in building. Right. You know, in architecture. At least and, at least that's where they started. I, you know, they, I think they strung. Uh, I strongly believe that they started due to, you know, they were a bunch of free, ma- um, excuse me, masons that would get together and mm-hmm. and had a certain skill, and they wanted to train and and bring people up, and but then you know, as as they get bigger, they change and mm-hmm. maybe they still build some stuff. Well, I think that's where some of that ritualistic stuff comes in, is where that stuff. But are they keeps just having fun? Reading. Well, I'm Your sure. Your brother and I made up a, a handshake a long time ago, <laughs> and nobody else knows how we almost don't even know it anymore. But, you know, I mean, did they go, hey, well, we're gathering all the time. Well, hey, let's do a little handshake, too. <laughs> I mean, they're just having fun with it, you know? It's very possible or, that originally, did it, yeah. Did like, conjure a spirit and say, we must do this? Oh, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think originally it has to start off somewhere, and then, you know, people who are become leaders and have some level of influence over how things operate or whatever, I'm sure they make some adjustments. Um, maybe it's certain little things that help you get through the door so they make sure there's no, you know, commies coming in or yeah. whatever you call it. <laughs> Although, who knows, there probably is a communist. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, uh, so, so here's a, a, kind of the, some stuff that I had written down about the symbolism because they have um, the winged hourglass. Have you seen that? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, it, it's located on clock towers. It basically, it's supposed to symbolize like time is running out, you know, life, hmm. you know, life and death, um, you know, two parts of a continuous cycle. You know, I would I would not associate. I mean, who's going to put wings on an hour on a on an hourglass? And uh, and then I mean, you can make up a whole bunch of stuff. Sure, but here's the thing: is you know, our, this isn't this is a while ago, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. It's not that long ago. I mean, they had paper and pen. People know. Somebody knows. It's passed down. Mm-hmm. Like, when I when we looked up the dollar, I want to know. Tell me what the hell it is. Not the, these mm-hmm. maybes. Because yeah. we know. Mm-hmm. Somebody. Not me. And you, perhaps. Someone but knows. It, it's, it's, uh, 
And, and I also believe that everything was put there for a reason. You know, I mean, you know, when there is blah, 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 many leaves on, on the... Yeah, the 13. Uh, yeah. It's 13 leaves on the... What is... Uh, on, a, on the dollar olive, bill. Olive branch. On the olive branch. Yeah. It's 13 leaves and 13... Arrows. Oh, I don't know about the olives. Yeah, olives. 13 olives, 13 um, leaves, and then the arrows that the eagle is holding. There's 13 arrows. And and they're all supposed to symbolize the... Original 13 colonies. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, like, above them is, is, it looks like clouds with, like, sun bursting through with 13 stars in the Mm -hmm. sky. And supposed to symbolize that, or mm-hmm. does it? <laughs> does it symbolize? Because they were counting other things that are like the feathers on. I might get this wrong. I can't remember on the eagle's wing. One of them is like twenty-three or something like yeah. this. A certain number that mm-hmm. that represents the uh, the uh, Freemasons, and then on the other one is thirty-three, which everybody knows is a big deal with Freemasons. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but you know they all have these these numbers that do go back to. But don't you think that a lot of people read too much into some of these things? I'm going to say it this way, and I know I've used this before. Yes is the answer, <laughs> is people see what they kind of want to see. Mm-hmm. And I use my tattoo often and your grandma oh, often yeah, yeah. that I know what it was. I drew it. I didn't go pick it up off the wall and, you know, to have these wrinkles and stuff in your face that, you know, give you an impression of what the face outline is. Yeah. And the second your grandma said, is like, that's satanic. I'm like, where, where, where? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, you have an upside down cross on your back. I'm like, it's not a cross. It's not, it might, you know, have crossed lines on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, you know, if I was smart, I would have said, that wrinkle you have looks a little sinister. <laughs> yeah, and that but, was natural. <laughs> but she saw what she wanted to, she was very over the, I don't want to say, she was very religious. Mm-hmm. Over the top or not, I don't know. That's to each their own. But, but. That's, she didn't take her but a second to think I was satanic. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know, and because and that's what she was looking for. Is, and, uh, but so, I think that's where a lot of these things come in, is just that people are, are reading into these things. You know, one of, and I don't even know what it's called, but one of the things that people do is they use numbers. And they say, oh, well, this, this word has this number of characters, which represents this particular number, or this... Coincidentally. Yeah, or this thing has this number... And if you look that up in the alphabet, that represents this particular letter. And it's like everyone's trying to think that all of these things were done intentionally to have some sort of symbolism. And in some cases, I'm just wondering, does it just look cool? And they did it because it looked cool. Or the dollar, they didn't want people to counterfeit, you know, and remake uh, or reproduce the dollar. So they had to make some things a certain way to make it complicated. So that it's hard to, you know, replicate. Right. Yeah. Um, like, um, if you if you found anything on it, that'd be great. But, like, there's a little owl up in their dollar bill. And I think there's one on the $10 bill, I too. I did, yeah. And the only thing I could come up with, that everybody's like, well, we're not sure. They almost think it's like an Easter egg that was put in there by the maker. And but people know that the... I'm going to bring the, that up here. That the uh, owl represents wisdom. But was it put there because of that? I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I feel like everything was put there for a reason, but how, yeah, I'd like to know if you... Okay, so the, the owl that you're talking about is actually right up here, is that correct? Yep, the top right yep. above the one Top right frame. corner of, of the dollar bill on the face of the dollar bill with George Washington. And I, I saw an interesting thing about that, and that is these, um, these, uh, these you know, printed, you know, 
materials have a, a process in order to actually create the print. And one of the people that I was uh, kind of researching, they said that the webbing background of the dollar, if you were to extend the webbing background, that owl actually matches the rest of the webbing design. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And so it just happens to be that the other stuff that's been overlaid over top of it covers it up, and that's where that little figure appears. And the thing is, I don't think, maybe I do have a dollar in my pocket. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm, my, my wife and kid don't let me have There we go. Cash. Um, yeah, so I got a dollar here in my pocket, and I would have to have, like, magnifying glasses to really see, mm -hmm. and it doesn't, to me, it doesn't really even look like an owl unless someone says, that's an owl, and then you go, oh, okay, that's an owl. Yeah? Yeah, because when I saw it originally, I'm like, that doesn't really look like an owl. Someone said it looks like a spider, and I go, oh, it kind of does look like a spider. Oh, but doesn't it look like... <laughs> whatever else because it's so incredibly small right but the the theory that i watched you know is that that is just an that's just part of the background pattern and how the one and the shape around the one has been overlaid over the pattern it just it just happens to cut off the rest of that that yeah. pattern it looks like an owl and of course i don't know what's true <laughs> <laughs> right, because neither do they. Yeah, <laughs> whoever they are. Yeah. Well, hey, since you have that up, yeah. the seal that's over the 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 word one, the mm -hmm. green seal you have there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. one of the things that people were talking about about you know symbolism of the Freemason and the dollar. Mm -hmm. This is one that kind of actually looked <clears throat> like it could be. Yeah. So if you see that, oh, actually, is number four there actually uh, touching it? <laughs> Um, there's a, there's a, um, looks like a, a corner of a square there and it does look like the square from like the Freemasons mm -hmm. square. And I don't mean yeah. like a square. It means how you, yeah, the measuring tool, the, the tool, the, mm -hmm. ma yeah, the ruler that helps you square things up. And I'm like, yeah, oh, hmm, I could see that. But does that, is that a Freemason thing or is that just, we build, yeah. <laughs> we build stuff because here's the other thing with the dollar, you know, it's supposed to represent, uh, talk about all the things it represented. And, and in Latin on there, it talks about a new world. Mm -hmm. not, may not be the new world order, <laughs> but it's talking about the new world. Yeah. And, and under this new world was God. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it makes some sense that they had used the eye and then the Holy Trinity around it to make it glowing like it's the eye of God. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense to me and trying to take the, um, the conspiracy theories out of it, trying to make sense. And then using the mm -hmm. pyramid, I do understand ish. Like mm -hmm. why, why would you have a pyramid? I mean, that has nothing to do with us, but it has to do with the greatness of the pyramids and, and their longevity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and they did decide to put 13, I think they call them steps, but I don't look like steps. Maybe, yeah, levels. 13 levels. Mm -hmm. And and so it makes some sense to me. And um, yeah. if, I, if I take all the mystery out of it, mm -hmm. it's kind of just a bunch of cool drawings and looks cool and makes sense to what our beliefs were at that time mm -hmm. um, and now. But, you know, when, when they created a currency. And, and in fact, that 
what we see on the back of the dollar, those two symbols, that's a that's a seal. On that's, the left and right side. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. an actual coin that was made. And that's the the pyramids, the reverse, and then the other one's the obverse. Mm-hmm. And that's that was created. I think they took them like gosh, five five plus years of of groups of people to coming back to making it. But mm-hmm. when they finally got down to it, I think they only took a few days to actually crank that out. But um Mm-hmm. But there's a, like you said, is, you know, maybe somebody drew a bird and uh, they didn't even count the damn feathers. Somebody <laughs> else did. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the pyramid that they drew, mm-hmm. hell, I can make a better one. It's <laughs> so sloppy with all the, like, like some of the, some of the bricks in it are a little bit bigger on the higher up level than mm-hmm. the other one, which it should get smaller as it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. But, and, you know, it's... You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think maybe, like you said, like people just like look into it. It's mm-hmm. fun as hell. I'll give it that. Well, and there's some there's some really historical uh, documentation on on some of it, but but yeah, I agree. Um, you know, the in God we trust that didn't show up on on our currency until like I think it was the 1950s. So that hasn't always been on there. So they've made adjustments. And then if you look at like the new the new um, like 20s and the hundred dollar bill, you know, they have other technology that's in it. You know, the 20 for a while it had special ink that, you know, you oh, could mark it, make right. sure it was legit. And, you know, so there's other other pieces to it. But I think the symbolism, of course, yeah, it's like you can totally read into more in it than... And it's easy to do. So, mm-hmm. Um, well, I want to go back to the, the Freemason stuff because um, there is some symbolism in Freemason um, artwork that is certainly on on purpose. But of course, we are not Freemasons, so we don't really know for sure what right. they are. But I just want to go over um, the ones that um, that came out on the top of my list here. The moon—that's one of them. There's a beehive. Oh, okay. Uh, there's an acacia tree. I'm not too sure what an acacia tree is. I'm probably seen it, but I don't know if I know what it is. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll, producer E isn't here, so I have to do all this research. It's taking me so much effort. Yeah, we don't have a producer. <laughs> I know. Um, let's see, two pillars and the all-seeing eye, which we talked about yep. a little bit. Um, symbolism of the gavel, not oh. the wood gavel that a judge would have, but the like steel or stone gavel yeah. re- represents something completely different. Hmm. Of course, all of these things we don't know because we're not in the group. But a lot of other people who are writing about it are making assumptions about what it's what each of these things represent. Right? So. Yeah, they could be out there having a couple beers and going, "You know, this sounds right." <laughs> right? And we'll go with it. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, there there is a lot of you know, there's Freemasons now these days, and then you know, you can't get them to talk. I've tried. <laughs> Do you know any <laughs> personally? Um, personally, no. Uh, I will say that my uh, brother-in-law, his grandfather was a Freemason. Oh. He has one of his rings. It's mm. kind of neat. So I don't know what level or anything, mm-hmm. but still, I guess he's a Freemason. He was a Freemason, so. Mm-hmm. It's kind of surprising how long they've lasted. I mean, they're still, you know, pretty prevalent. Well, we wouldn't know what's going on because it's all secret and stuff. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> now we should really dig, dig into it and... Uh, we have to like write a couple fake checks and get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to free up some time. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick break and then I want to talk about QAnon when we come back. I know. Why not? Okay, that, that sounds fitting. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. 
Dave and I appreciate you listening to the show. Please take a moment and write a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser.com. And since Spotify doesn't currently have reviews, simply telling your friends about the show would be great too. Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, nevertoserious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. So QAnon is a relatively new... I, I, it is secretive. I don't know if it's a society. It's, there's a, definitely a following. Yeah, I don't know if it's secretive either. I think it's if you want to find out or join, you could just find out and join if you chose to. I think I, to me, QAnon feels more like a cult than an organized group, like like the Freemasons. That's very organized. There's a lot of established rules, and you know they have actual documentation of things yeah. they're supposed to do. Yeah, Q, QAnon is like flat earthers or something. Yeah, <laughs> QAnon is yeah, and how it started is is very weird, and and it it has like the earmarks to me in my brain it has the earmarks of how cults really do get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some sort of leader, and then people just start following and believing that what they're saying has some real value. And sometimes it'll take its own life after that, too. Mm-hmm. Not take its own life, but... Uh, take on its take own Take on life. its own, yeah. Yep. So so let me ask you, did you find out what QAnon means? Or yeah. are the, do each letter have a represents a word, or is so QAnon short for something? Q is is basically... it's either a group or a person and the anon part are the followers. So QAnon combined is this this person or this small group of people who are sending out these messages who are you know they're cryptic messages. In fact, they call them Q drops when, you know, <laughs> they uh they put some stuff out. All and right. then the anon side of it are the basically the followers, the people who are are listening to this kind of stuff. Huh. Uh, there's yeah, I've wrote down some terms because you know, like any good cult, um there's <laughs> there's some weird um vocabulary and meaning behind different things. Sure. And again, this is kind of a new thing because it started in 2017. Right. Uh, the first Q drop, the first message from this figure of Q um, said that Hillary Clinton was going to be arrested on like the, I think the thirtieth of of October. So it's yeah. one of those another that of uh, those uh, groups that don't know anything. Well, <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> like are they I know, we're gonna, to? We're going to get killed in the comments here because I know there are a lot of QAnon people well, and they're going to fill up our comment section. I think I bring it in, enlighten us. Yeah, because sounds like strike one. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, true. QAnon, where they get their business mm-hmm. is wrong. So, mm-hmm. Well, so they had, um, of course, they've made this first claim, or whoever Q is, um, made this claim. They signed the claim as Q. They made claims that they had security clearances. And Q was the security level, or supposedly the security level that they had. And so they were kind of, you know, on the inside. And they knew information that other people Right, and they tied him to the Trump administration, too. Like, mm-hmm. like they are a part of the Trump administration, or Trump is working with Q. And mm-hmm. Or Trump could have could been. Could be Q. <laughs> yeah. Could be. What the hell do we know? Well... He was wrong about Hillary. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so one of the other vocabulary is a, a baker. Hmm. And the baker... In the in QAnon is someone who reads the Q drops, 
does research and basically interprets what the message meant. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so some, some room for uh, error. Very good. Yes. Is he the baker? He's like, and <laughs> get good and baked. <laughs> now I'm going to uh, tell you what Q just said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of. But of course, it's interpretation. So sure. we have all these different bakers who read the Q drop and do their own little research. And then they have this, you know, a lot of them are YouTubers. And so they, they express whatever it is that they found or whatever they, their opinion is on their their videos and then you get all these people following and learning and making these connections oh yeah you're right because this thing is connected to this thing and this person said this thing in this way and that correlates to this other piece holy crap i know who q is it's alex jones <laughs> no see that's the thing is they want to they want to push away from alex jones oh is because that they right? think he's crazy <laughs> oh no see i didn't know that they, that's what they believe <laughs> oh yeah my gosh really yeah really wow mm-hmm. yeah he might be crazy, but he's been right a lot. Yeah, he's been wrong a lot, but he he's has. been right a lot. Well, sure, sure. But the thing is, is I, I'm sure that QAnon they have a lot of stuff that's right, but they also have a lot of stuff that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I haven't heard a whole lot of them getting anything right, so that's that's a uh, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> CNN's been right once in a while too. So, <laughs> well, some some of the the beliefs that have been kind of circulating within this QAnon group is that is that there's a, an elite level and they can name off a bunch of different people like, you know, George Bush and Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, um, you know, these elites. And they say that they are um, basically they're pedophiles, that they're trafficking humans, mm-hmm. babies, that they're torturing them and then taking their blood and then drinking their blood because they call it adrenal clone, uh, chrome, adrena chrome. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, um, which immediately for anyone should be like a red flag of, okay, this is a little crazy. Why would you believe that? Cause you really think Hillary Clinton is trafficking children and drinking their blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it sounds like is there's been a lot of theories about this for a long time mm-hmm. pre uh, QAnon, mm-hmm. and it sounds like they actually just formed a group to go with a lot of these theories mm-hmm. because that's been talked about forever. Adrenal, oh, I can't even say yeah. it now. Adrenal, it's like adrenal, adrenaline. Yeah, but um, and uh, uh, but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes on about that, you know. So and but the thing but is, we have social a, media now. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that we have. We have this ability for people to um, to read these different posts and then interpret it. It's a, you know, I of course, you know, I'm I'm an atheist, so I don't believe in in a lot of like spiritual stuff. Um, and I look at cults as having similar um, similar ways of influencing their their population. In some cases, like you know, like Christianity, of course, there's a Bible. And, you know, New Testament's really towards the Christian side, and the Old Testament is towards, like, the Jewish side. But that kind of stuff is being interpreted today by people based on the society that they live in today. And so you have different fringe groups within even Christianity that kind of interpret things a different way. Oh, okay, sure. 
And then in other religions, even like uh, the Quran, there are people, there are different sects within um, is, uh, Islam that will interpret things differently. Now incorporate uh, social media into that, and now you start seeing where the crazies come from. Even if the Bible is legit and it has all of these things that are based in, um, in reality or facts from way back in the day, People are still humans. Are going to be humans, and they're going to twist misinterpret things. Misinterpret it exactly, and, and or interpret it, not misinterpret, but uh, just take things from it to use it on their own. Uh huh. On co- their own course. And, and if you look at like QAnon, there are a lot of people who already have. Um, I mean, there are a lot of people who are very religious who already have these these um, thoughts of of um, of how how society is and then there's these other people i i saw a, a show where this guy was a, a bernie sanders supporter hardcore bernie supporter and then when bernie uh was kind of like taken over by the democrat party and hillary you know got the ticket screwed him over yeah, screw, yeah screwed oh him over gosh. he switched over to trump because trump was speaking a similar language in you know get rid of the establishment and all this stuff and he totally switched over he was already in. I look at like Bernie Sanders supporters, and I go, "There's a lot of stuff they just want to get rid of, whatever the current system is, and make a complete changeover." I don't know how you can get from that to Trump, except if you have this similar, um, this commonality between them, which is get rid of the establishment and and the belief that you know some of these things might might be true. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of if you're human. You have a tendency to gravitate towards things that you already kind of believe in. Sure. And this is another you, one of those things. You rarely gravitate towards things that you disagree with. Yeah. You know? So it, that makes sense. And the algorithm for social media encourages well, that. Well, sure. But there, to be fair with the QAnon and their beliefs, because I'm sure Pizzagate and, and, oh, yeah. and, and, and like the pedophile rings of Disney, it's all hooked into their old beliefs and mm-hmm. stuff. And, but, there's a lot there's how about this it's, it's it's unfortunate that there's so many things out there that's left unquestioned and nobody want and when it is questioned uh, nobody wants to answer it mm-hmm. and so the ball just starts rolling well then maybe it's this no maybe it's this well maybe it's this and then guess what you're going to take it to the extremes mm-hmm. and it typically stays there so well the the it things... sounds like a hell of a fun group to get involved <laughs> with i mean my goodness you could learn a lot of stuff but <laughs> think about it when you're looking at like we did a show on scientology and from us uh, our perspective from the outside you go you look at what scientology is and you listen to some people talk about it and you go how yeah how you know red flags are going off in our brain Someone's, it's the same smart thing people yeah there are exactly there are some really smart people how can you believe in in these things and i agree it's the same with QAnon. there's some smart people how can you believe that there's this you know this pedophilia thing going on where people are torturing kids and taking their blood when they're hopped up on adrenaline and then they're consuming it and they're using it as currency between the elites like there's a demand for this sort of thing. Oh, there is. It's high demand. Where's <laughs> hey, you know where your kids at? You're keeping track on them. Oh, I tell you, they, you know, when they when they're the, it's not. It may not be just for the sex that they're stealing all these kids out there these days. You know. Well, it makes sense. Like if there's, I mean, because there is child trafficking, there is human trafficking. I mean, there's illegal stuff going on, but when you associate it with these people who you consider the elites. 
I think it's because of these people see those people as evil. Mm-hmm. So what would somebody that's evil do? Well, let's go look and see what kind of evil rituals that the evils do. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. So it's easy to put that on. And plus there's a, a tons of un, uh, unsolved, uh, you know, or tons of kids gone missing all the time mm-hmm. too. It's, it's easy to sit back and make some, um, you know, some theories up. Yeah. You know? But what bothers me, I think, is this, um, is the Baker people. Because they already have an incentive. They already have a following. We talked about this when, when we were talking about Flat Earth. You know, you, right. Because people who are really big into Flat Earth, and they have a following, and they are spreading information that people want, then you feel like there's some worth to you. Right. And, and if you were to change your opinion because of some obvious evidence or whatever, uh, then you would probably lose everything that you've been building. I think the the Baker thing in the QAnon is very much the same way. A lot of these people are are followed by hundreds of thousands of people online right. and want to hear their message. Well, have you seen how pyramid schemes go? Oh, yeah. You know, you have your... I'll just put Q up here. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes down to, let's just say there, I don't know, hundreds, I don't know, I don't know, a hundred Bakers, right? Mm-hmm. Comes down to there, and each one of those Bakers have tons mm-hmm. of followers. And, um, you know, and if any of those, let's just say if the Q had a great uh, plan, any one of those bakers could switch it up just to have their followers do what they've seen mm-hmm. fit. Well, Q originally showed up on this message board called 4chan. Okay, right, okay. right, okay, I remember so, that. So, yeah, 4chan is, like, way back in the day, I mean, you know this, way back in the day, I had a little bulletin board that I ran from my computer. I had a little phone line hooked to a modem, yep. and it would screech at night when people would call that number, get onto the message boards, and post stuff, and, you know, play games, and, you know, other things. And um, message boards are still a thing. 4chan is one of those where everything was an- anonymous. And so you get someone who writes some sort of message. How do you know? I mean, I don't get how you, you get, gravitate towards Q when there's so many others with similar claims. And how do you trust these people? Yeah. How do you go, all right, I'm all in with you. Mm-hmm. Whoever I don't the know. hell you are. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever the hell you think you know. It's just, I, so many people have broken thoughts, like not complete theories on things. And if mm-hmm. these people throw out a, the missing link, they're, they might gravitate towards it. Like, oh, oh, that's, that's all I needed to really believe that. All right, cool. Well, then how, how do you know that Q is, is a person or a group of people who are uh, sure. working together? Oh, sure. Because anyone could have a similar style of posting cryptic messages and Q, claim to be Q. Q could be all the bakers. And they just get, well, okay, <laughs> they get together as a group as Q, and then they break away and tell it to your people. Or, or don't communicate at all and just post and perpetuate this thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't communicate at all. And let them carry it out of uh, hand. There, there have been. Go ahead. No, no. You go ahead. Well, there's. You know, you were talking about PizzaGate. No, I wasn't. I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring that up at all. Damn it! Uh, that yeah. was one of the news stories that I saw. Was that some guy thought that in the basement of this pizzeria was this pedophile ring, this mm-hmm. child trafficking yeah. ring? And he got in huge trouble, got arrested, and yeah, I think he you know. went there to try to prove it. Yeah, yeah, it turns yeah. out it's not not true. You know, they moved it. They moved. They moved. Yeah, yep. they they filled in the filled the, the basement, basement in. 
Because if I'm correct, um, mm-hmm. that, that's, that specific incident, that pizza had zero basement? Correct. Okay, so it wasn't like, dude, he had nothing in his basement. You know, those chains that were up there weren't used for <laughs> we- years, <laughs> decades. Mm-hmm. But no, there was no basement There's at no all. Basement. So that kind of put it... Did they check the attic? Maybe they just had it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They interpret it Maybe incorrectly. it's just the cooler. Uh-huh. But anyways, you know, it, <laughs> I will mm-hmm. say that when you don't like a people or a group of people and, and when something heinous comes about them, and whether it's true or not, you might want to gravitate towards that and, and push it because you, you think they're just horrific people and you want them to be, like, exposed and get mm-hmm. rid of them. And I hope... There's times I've heard of some horrific things about, you know, people in administration, and I'm like, oh, man, that's terrible, but, man, I hope they could use that to get rid of them. I'm like, oh, crap, it wasn't, that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. You know, not like I want these bad things to happen, but, you know, you want something to come out, you know, to the surface to get rid of the person you don't like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can see there's a lot of hope there for people when they hear these horrific things because you would think that, all right, that's going to end them. That for sure, that is horrible. Mm-hmm. So why not push it? There is a, and I'll try to tread lightly on this particular topic, but have you ever heard of the Iraqi dinar? No. Uh, it's, it's their Iraqi currency. Hmm. and call it the dinar. Oh, okay. and, um, and there has been a dinar scam. And I know some people personally who have uh, bought into it, and um, I'm very, very skeptical because of the way I look at these scams and these cults and, and how people get influenced into doing things. Well, the, this basically, I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call it a scam. The way the scam works is that there are folks who have a bunch of Iraqi dinar. The value of Iraqi dinar is like less than a penny or something. I mean, it's the value of it's really, really low. Yeah. But there's people who are selling Iraqi dinar to other yeah. people. Okay. With the thought that at some point that currency is going to explode and be worth more than a dollar. Mm-hmm. So you buy a whole bunch of it in, and then the value of it goes up, and now you've got, you know, you're a millionaire. Yeah. Well, there's a few different websites who follow uh, people who are supposedly in the know about the Iraqi dinar. And they're always talking about this revaluation of, of the currency, and they call it RV for short, and it's, it's everywhere in these different websites. And there's people, reminds me of QAnon, who post these cryptic messages. Oh, I heard that they're this bank over there. Um, they have, they just fired all their managers and they're going to change some technology and their systems are going to be different. And they just, I mean, they'll go on so and on come over and start buying and more exactly. investment. And it gets people to think that something is, is happening so that eventually this thing is going to revalue and become this huge thing. I mean, there are people who spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get their hands on Iraqi dinar. And here's the thing that really bothers me in this and I learned about this stuff like when I was still a believer. They were using religion and people's um, belief in God and their charitable, you know, character to influence them into buying more and more dinar. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna save you know we're gonna um, save the children. We're going to do all of these great and wonderful things as soon as we become millionaires. And we're I mean. 
you know, if if God's willing, you know, it's going to RV and we're all going to be, you know, yeah, whatever. That sounds like I a, mean, a, that sounds like a, begin, a scam. <laughs> oh, sure. You know it, I mean? For me, even looking from the outside, it's red flags everywhere. But people who are already um, can, that are kind of influenced by this sort of thing, just hook, line, sinker, done. You know, they're all in. And and even today, like, I was looking, oh, last night I was doing some some just browsing around, and I went back and looked at this um, this website. They call it the Dinar Recap. And it it's like, I I read through some of the posts, and the posts today are so similar to the posts that I remember, I'm talking 10 years ago, maybe maybe more than 10 years ago. The, the the language of the posts are so similar. It's the same story. It's the same little nugget of of potential. Something's happening, and all it's, it's gonna, doing is, it's fat, gonna, is fattening up their page, their pocketbooks. Yeah, whoever is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't even know where you buy this stuff from. I know people who have bought dinar, and in fact, I have some. And and I'm just like, I'm curious if those folks are, you know, taking advantage of of all these people and are part of these, uh, well, it's been, you know, these you message it's been boards. at least 10 years. So on, on that. So. so, yeah, cause it started, um, with, uh, with the first, um, you know, war in Iraq. How, when, when was that? The nineties? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a few years ago now mm-hmm. and you look at these messages and they're so similar to what they were before, what they thought that, you know, this thing was going to just, skyrocket and everyone's going to be millionaires and they're going to use this money for God's will. And it just seems like this is that cultish, sure, you know, behavior well, once again. Let me ask you, do you know if QAnon is, um, collects funds? I don't, or is it just I, I don't a think manipulation so. of, th- of, you know, our society? I, I think it's, it's all about, and some people call it this, um, what they call it a psyop. You know, it's a psychological operation. They, some people are like thinking that this is one of the biggest ones in history to influence people to do different things. And it doesn't have to be the way for me, the money is these bakers who have all these followings. That's where the money is. And I don't think that it's like, it's not like an organized, you know, religion or, or group or cult or something where they're asking for money from their right. followers. I think that these messages are going out to influence people's behavior, not necessarily in a monetary way, but then when you talk about these bakers, there's a lot of them, and they're posting videos on YouTube. And Well, it sounds, it's so funny, because it seems like that, that I don't know enough about them, but from at least the media, it sounded like that they were working for, like, they're, they're right-winged. Yeah, and, I know, I see that all the time. and and. But it seems like that um, because of their information that they decide to throw out there happens to be against a lot of the leftists. Mm-hmm. I think it's more against the evil people, you know? Yeah. But, so it happens to be, if that happens to be on your side of the town, well, oops. But then, but then you go back to that guy who was a, was a Bernie Sanders follower and then moves over to Trump. Mm-hmm. Those are two opposite sides of the spectrum and the political spectrum. Right. I, I wondered if somebody like he would see the fact of he doesn't like the establishment, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Trump's the uh, similarity is he calls establishment uh, the establishment the swamp. Mm-hmm. So 
he may hate everything else about him, but he probably liked the idea that he was going to freaking hack and cut, get, attempt to get rid of the swamp. But, I don't know. But once you get into that group, you start to kind of believe in the same stuff. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I, of course, I'm more um, right-leaning, um, but I also look at it from the perspective of if there's stuff that's happening in, let's just say the Republican Party. I'm not a Republican, but if there's something happening in the Republican Party and you and I go, ah, that's some, that's some BS. You and I disagree with that and say that shouldn't be a part of. I am you know, part of the Re- Republican Party, and I call out their you call BS out, all the time. Exactly, and and so I I look at it and I go, well, how do you get? To me, it's it's it goes back to that cult behavior when you're part of a group. Yes. You, suddenly, you start to believe in the same stuff that everyone else is believing in, and it's an incremental growth to crazy. And yeah. unless you're looking from the outside in. You don't realize that you're getting to that point. Yeah, and I I know yeah. that we try not to be that way. Right, and and you're right. There's so many people that will go left or go right either way, and then and then like they lose their own personal beliefs. Like that. Well, I can't really believe that because that's not uh, my 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 side really doesn't believe in that kind of thing. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's be your dang self and vote for whatever fits the most for you. If you find something that's perfect in your in everything you do, then you're just a puppet because mm-hmm. they're all flawed. Mm-hmm. Nobody's just for Dave and how Dave likes stuff, you know? So, I mean, well, I, I say that I'm a libertarian, but I disagree with a lot of libertarians because I think they get to the point where they're a little too far out there where they don't want any government involvement. And I, right. and I'm, I'm still small government. Um, they, get to the point where you know you should be able to do just about anything and i still have some limitations because there's some yeah. damage that can be done that's if you a, let people go too yeah. far yeah and uh, that's a fun topic too because uh you know when you want when you want to allow everybody to do everything or anything mm-hmm. then guess what that anything means that somebody's going to step on your toe once and then you're going to go oh, all right all right listen <laughs> just don't come this close. What? Well, wait a minute now. You just mm-hmm. put up a rule, mm-hmm. you know. So, and then, and then I could just carry on from that. But I, you know, but I so agree that so not to get off, but this topic here. But mm-hmm. um, as little government as possible, we all need our police officers to help mm-hmm. keep people. Uh, uh, you know, there are certain in, things in you line. just need structure for. Because we're all humans, and unfortunately, we're jacked up. We're not going to do the same thing. Even if we're right 10 days in a row, the 11th day, we might be jacked up. I mm-hmm. don't know. So it, you can't re- rely on us completely to, yeah. to follow the straight line for everybody. Well, some of the things about like QAnon, Freemasons, uh, some of these other societies is, is I'm looking at it from the influence side, and then I'm looking at, well, what's the structure? Is there an established structure to their organization? Because, you know, you were talking about like a, a union hall. Right, there's structure to that, and oh, it, yeah. and it and it grows and it evolves through time. Um, I, I've been part of a couple of different uh, uh, unions at different stages in my career, and I'm not a big union guy, mainly because of the political stuff that that they decide they're they're going to support. Yep. Even though the idea of of a union where you're there, it's a group trying to protect you as an employee right. from the the evil masters of of the company. But um, 
they overextend themselves. But I think that, yeah, they, exactly. I think that any group that you become a part of, if allowed, will grow to a point where they don't really represent everyone who's within the group. And when we talk about religion and all the different uh, denominations, how can you get to be thousands of denominations from an original message that, you know, at the time seemed like everyone agreed with? <laughs> right. It's, it's funny because like a union is supposed to be union, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> the word, yeah. you know, be together. And because they're so political, like, like we're mm-hmm. talking about the uh, uh, Freemasons, they keep out religion and politics because it's divisive. and mm-hmm. and what do they do? They bring it in. They make it divisive. I mean, there's a lot of people these days in a couple of unions that I am aware of that they're backing out. They don't yeah. want any part of them. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't speak for them. They don't stand up, all, but they'll take your money, though. Yeah. No worries there. Well, I did end up leaving my the last union that I was a part of because they were supporting things that I, that I thought were, um, were causing harm to its union members. Um, in the political realm. Yeah. So I was Which like, ridiculous. yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to give you more money to to vote and encourage people to vote that goes against what I would think is, you know, a good candidate. Yeah. You know, my... How about stay the hell out of it? Worry exactly. about us. Worry about my contract with, right. this, with this organization and let's get away from the political side. But, yeah. you know, all these different things get tied, tied together money. with power. Yeah, money. Um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I think with, like, the cult stuff, the influences that, that happen be, in how they get their members, and then the structural pieces with with these different organizations, QAnon is a unique one, because there's, I don't think there is, like, this established structure. Right. I think it's just people being pulled towards it, and they've got a good thing going for them right now, where there isn't enough infighting for it to like disappear even though they still disagree these bakers disagree with each other on how these things how the the q drops are interpreted uh freemasonry there's structure there i I think there was correct me if i'm wrong but i think there was like a time where they split off into two type of of uh, freemason groups um you might be right about that. I thought there was like an Anglo-American and then there was like a European sect, uh, something like that. Yeah, they. You no, know, you're right. You're right. They did split. I'm not saying that you're, you're probably right about that too, but you're right. They did split. Yeah. And it's, and I think it's part a of, you know, yeah, a schism <laughs> because of, um, because of some different ideas and beliefs. And I think politics was one of those things where one group thought you should talk about it in the other groups that no, no, probably like you're going to bring a woman in here. <laughs> Screw that. I'm going over there. But at least in some of these groups where they've established these, this real rigid structure, sure. you don't get that same splintering because oh, like, it, you know, Freemasons it's, I think it's, you know, 6,000 or 6 million members. How do you maintain a membership like that without having some really hard and fast rules that people that people uh, comply sacrifice with. sacrifice children and scare the hell out of them. <laughs> gotta, that's where it comes from. That's where it comes yeah. from. No, I, I, you're right. Um, and uh, instead of them breaking up so much, you might have a defective person or, you know, or not, you know, something that... Uh, a defector? A defector. Is that, yeah. <laughs> Somebody <funny>. leaves. <laughs> yep. And when people leave, then they'll, they'll write a bunch of stuff about it and yeah. stuff. But but um, but yeah. they still seem to stay the course, mm-hmm. you know. 
It's and, like it, it's like they were made in stone. Well there, <laughs> <laughs> well, there must be some real value that people find. I I read something one time about someone who had left the Freemasons because it wasn't uh, crazy enough for them. Like they were looking for those really wow. freaky rituals and stuff. And turns out they left because that didn't exist. And so they're like, screw this. I wanted something I'm going really... to Scientology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, where's, so... that, where's that Q at? <laughs> yeah. So it, it, to me, it's like, maybe that's a good thing, is to have some ritualistic stuff that keeps people in, not because they're um, threatened to leave, but because they really enjoy the camaraderie of being a part of that group. Right. I mean, at this point, I mean, I know that there's some, you know, Claims. I have no idea. Claims that like like the uh, Freemasons, you know, they get together and they decide on how the country is going to go forward on things. But it sounds like that at this point in time, I think they just get together, mm-hmm. bunch of old guys to drinking do, beer to and... do <laughs> to do ritualistic stuff. Yeah. And shoot the breeze, but I don't know if they really even talk about masonry. You know? Yeah, yeah, probably not. You know, and, and I don't know if they're out there trying to figure out, you know, um, how to end our our whatever in administration that's going. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I just don't know if it's any of that. Yeah. But if you're in it, why not keep the mystery and go? Oh, these fools! Go, go, go. Yeah. They think that we're crazy. I know. And we just want to get away from the 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 beat. Mm. And uh, enjoy their time. Yeah, get away from the family a little bit. Spend some time with the dudes. How about this? The only place to go to not talk about religion or politics? Let's go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's funny. Get away from it all. Yeah. All right, Dave, what do you say we uh, wrap it up here? Well, I think we just did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks again for watching. Um, if you are catching us on YouTube, put some comments in the comment section. We'd love to hear your thoughts yeah. on secret society, symbolism. Yeah, tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me where you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And we like to interact with you. So yeah. we'll, we'll respond back. Um, what else? So you can find more information on our website. Uh, NeverTooSerious.com. And send us an email. At mailbag at NeverTooSerious.com. Yeah. We'd love to hear topic ideas and that sort of thing uh, from you. So um, yeah. And then you can find us at pretty much anywhere on your podcasting platforms. Yeah. But stay with us. We have a lot more cool topics coming. Too. Yeah. I'm excited about the growth of the show. So. Yep. Oh, anyway. and it's growing. Thanks to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, well, until we see you next time, take care and be safe.